It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99. Austin, it's time for some daddy diaries. What's going on in the world of being a dad? Oh, so much. You know, it's like, where do I start? Where do I start this week? Oh, I know. How about this? So this Thursday, Melissa, for the first time ever, Mm -hmm. my wife, Meredith, and I will be invited in to Kennedy's daycare class. You've never been invited in before? Well, like inside, yeah, behind the door. Because <laughs> you're not even that sounds weird. I've never it gone sounds in that like door. you yeah. you drop them off at the door and they close the door and nobody oh, yeah. knows what's behind the door. We have no door. idea what goes on behind those doors. <laughs> oh, <God. Nah. laughs> sounds funny. And we we are gonna be invited in to read stories to the class. Aw, isn't that cute? It's very cute. Oh my gosh, Kennedy's gonna love that. She's she's gonna get so giddy because like when we come to pick her up at, at the end of the day, she gets super excited to see us and all that. So I'm I'm really excited for that. It's gonna be super cute. However, I'm scared. I'm nervous. You're scared of what? I'm nervous. I've never done this before, Melissa. You know how to read, right? <laughs> Not well. <laughs> You know how long it took me to read the book that you and I had that bet over? Uh-huh. I made that bet because I knew if I made a bet. No, that was a smart that was it. honestly the smartest bet. The only reason <laughs> I finished that book was because I was I made a bet with you. I know. I'm like, I'm gonna make him read this book. But like this is like cat in the hand. I don't like I don't even know where to like now I do read a book to Kennedy every night before bed. Okay. And she loves it. So you've got practice. Yes. I've I but when it comes to like reading in front of the class, and these are literally toddlers, mm-hmm. I can make like little, I can make three-year-olds, four-year-olds giggle. I can, yeah, I can entertain them. Well, yeah. Plus you pick a good book and then you, right. you animate it and make it fun. I just need advice. <laughs> and that's where we're going with Daddy Diaries this week. Have you ever read to your kid's class? Do you have any advice for me? Are you a teacher, maybe? Are you a, uh, maybe you you work at a daycare. What works and what doesn't? What do I need to avoid? (laughs) You don't want to make the kids cry. Right? Like, what what level of book is like, maybe that's a little bit too much. Can I do voices or will that freak them out? Right, right, right. Will you scare them? Yeah. And I feel like like they're obviously going to love my wife. All little kids love my wife. <laughs> but like me, how do I get them to like me? <laughs> <laughs> Are you in competition with your uh, wife? Probably. <laughs> 312-946-4995. Help me out here. Give me advice that I need to go into my daughter's daycare class to read to the entire class. Without scaring all the children and making them cry. <laughs> I'm, so ner- I'm legitimately nervous. This might be the mo- thing I'm most nervous for in life. <laughs> Melissa and Austin here on US 99, and that sound right there. Yep. Yeah, we know that sound means it's Daddy Diaries. And this week, I'm going into my daughter's daycare class and reading to the entire class, and I'm kind of nervous about it, and I need some advice. So let's go now to Officer Richter. Hello, sir. Good morning. Well, hi, Officer Richter. How are you? I'm tired, but I got some <laughs> advice because I did this for my niece. Okay, oh. good. Toddler. Okay, what and should I Austin brought, do? I brought in munchkins. I brought in different Ooh. flavor munchkins from Dunkin' Donuts. Ooh. And then I got them intrigued with this with the story. And then the, the one kid would be like, "Is there a chocolate one?" I guess. Well, 
after page three or four, I guess we'll find out if you're good. You know, and you keep you keep them intrigued. You know, yeah, you keep them a little bit thinking too. All right, and then you know, right. well, if you guys are really good, you know, we got a special surprise at the end of this book. You know, oh. and you guys are really, really good. You're so close. And then you say, what did you bring? Oh, we got munchkins. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You're the best. Okay, so, so you saved the munchkins till the very end. Yeah. For okay. good, for you good behavior. You don't want them to be too sugar high up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Now, how old were the uh, was the class that you went into? It was preschool. Okay. Aw, that's so cute. Okay. Well. So there's a little advice for you. Well, thank you so much, Officer Richter. We appreciate it. Good to hear from you, and, uh, and yeah, you have you a great rest of your day. Okay, you too. All right, thanks, guys. Melanie and Lamont. Any advice for Austin for how to handle reading to preschoolers? Well, I was telling Kyle, I used to work in a daycare center, so I just always would show the picture book and then just read it. I mean, Austin, you're going to be nervous no matter what, but yeah. like, they're going to sense that. They're going to sense oh, that? Oh, really? Wait, kids can sense that? Like dogs uh, can smell fear? <laughs> I just feel like if you're going to be nervous, they're going to pick up on that. Oh, no. Yeah. Now I'm even more nervous. And then, and then maybe that'll make them cry. Yeah. They're going to be like, we I know don't... you're nervous. And I'm going to be like, you don't know that little kid. It's about having a good time. Which that I try to do, usually. You know how some people, and... before they go on stage to, like, shake off, like, you know, the nerves, they'll yeah. do, like, a little shot just to ease oh, the... Oh, so you... Okay, so you think I should drink before I go into my child's daycare class. Okay. I'll I mean, see how that goes over. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, I was going to say. Would just, like, I would just try to have a good time. Melanie, as a former daycare uh, employee, <laughs> would you say that uh, people drinking before coming into the class is a smart idea? No, because I, I, um, I work at high school right now, too. So. Okay, so I, no, I, yeah, no form of schooling should you drink before entering. <laughs> Really, I just try to have like a good time and try to like put as much of like good positive energy out there so that way it's like they're having a good time and they know what's going on. So yeah, that's it's right. like that's right. Yeah. No, you're they right. The you're right. I need they to let the, the picks. I need to let the book do the heavy lifting. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, Melanie, thank you so much for calling and for this you, advice. Melanie. We really do appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good day. All right. So I will probably be taking Melanie's advice and not yours, Melissa. <laughs> I liked your facial expression. I'm starting to wonder if you took a shot before coming into this classroom. <laughs> Melissa. Austin. Today's Dear Melissa and Austin, I think, is one that many of us parents can relate to. Because Sarah has been noticing that, uh, well, she's had some things around her house go missing. And when I say things, I mean food. <laughs> Food's disappearing in the Sarah house. Sarah and Lombard's with us now. Sarah, okay. explain to us what right. exactly is going on. Hey, Sarah. Hi. Okay. So, I don't know, all the stuff going around, like Shakira finding her husband cheating because the jam and her fridge has, like, been eaten. And, like, my friends and I were talking about, like, <laughs> things in our house that we're, like, really particular about. Sure. And I actually do keep, like the Ghirardelli, I don't even know if I'm saying that right, like the really expensive chocolates. I keep them in my frozen broccoli in the freezer. Well, it's a really great hiding spot until, so I also have children. I've got two boys and my youngest, he's very sneaky. And I've been trying to like cut back on my sugar, but I do buy it and put it in my broccoli bag when I'm alone in the week. Oh. Only last time I went and reached in my broccoli bag, it was half empty. <gasps> and... I 
know that it wasn't me. I mean, I'm like 98% sure that it wasn't me. <laughs> yeah. uh, you think you'd you remember know? if you ate half a bag of chocolate. Yeah, right, right. Half a bag. And then I started, you know, I don't know if you guys do the deep clean. Uh, my son downstairs, I have noticed like some wrappers. I didn't want to tattle on him. So I've been trying to catch him in the act because I know he's stealing my chocolates. And he's he's trying to be like very smart about it because he knows that if I catch him, he catches me keeping chocolate in the freezer. Oh, right, right. You're yeah, not you supposed can't just, to have it. Yeah, you can't go to your husband with this right. one. Right. So I'm like both really proud of him for like being this extra manipulative. But like <laughs> for an eight-year-old, he's eating way too much of my sense <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you now? Do you have like a ring cam or or any like a nanny cam or any like sort of like camera in your house where you could maybe set it up and and catch your your son? Austin. Yeah, I don't. But okay. I have one. I just have never used it because I figured who wants to see that? And it would probably just be me in my yeah. house doing right. things. Right, yeah. Doing yeah. things. Um, <laughs> it's like, oh, I got an alert. Oh, that's me going to the but, fridge. Right. Oh. <laughs> There's me. Yeah. Uh, um. And I didn't want that drama, but now I think I might want that drama. But is that okay? It's your kids. I mean, if they were someone else's kids, I think then maybe they'd have to sign a waiver or something. But I know, <laughs> you know I know. Like, but like, if it's your kids, I think. But yeah, if she I think catches them, then, then she's catch, then she's tattling on herself too. You know, you could still throw down your governance on your your child. Well, yeah, but she's supposed to be setting an example. Well, yeah, that is right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, you could right. say you, you could say you set it there as a trap. <laughs> I was waiting for you guys to tell me to do like chocolate covered crickets or something and see if I could catch oh. it on my mind. Well, that was way darker than anything. I had <laughs> no I'm kidding. Of. How do I deal with this? Mm. It's my chocolate. It's serious and personal. I think you just need a new hiding spot. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That that is for oysters, sure. Canned oysters. I kind of want to put this out there because we've got a lot of creative parents listening right now. See what creative ideas we can come up with to where she can. All right. Like stop her kid from stealing her chocolates, but also without ousting herself as sneaking chocolates herself. I don't know how you do that. I don't. I'm either. not. Apparently, I'm not that creative. Right, where are creative parents at? Three one two nine four six four ninety nine five. You know somebody's got an answer to that. We need to help Sarah out here because look, the the chocolates yeah. need it. Sarah needs it. Okay. I need it. Help us. Help her. Three one two nine four six four ninety nine five. Tamika and Park Forest. What's your idea for her to be able to catch or hide the uh, candy from the kids? So I call it the storage pillow. It's a <laughs> pillow that you have on your bed, but it has this little zipper on the back. Okay. And I had all my goodies in there, all my little eddies, you know, that I don't want the kids to find, and oh. they never know. So, Tamika, you're currently doing that. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Where do you keep the little storage pillow with the zipper? So you have your regular pillow. And then you have the little decorative pillows in the back. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that's the one with the zipper. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That's so are, funny. Are you ever worried, like, the chocolate's going to melt and get on the pillowcase? No, because they're in a little baggie. I keep my little zipper oh, okay. baggie in there. That's smart. Okay. And then the room is nice and cool, you know. Yeah, of course. Okay, Tamika, I have to say, never in a million years would I thought of that, nor would I ever think to look there. I'd never find it. And then they also have those ones that look like cleaning containers. <laughs> Right. No kid's gonna touch a cleaning container. Tamika, you are a seasoned exactly. veteran when it comes to this. I'm so okay, glad I've you been, called. I, I got three kids. <laughs> I've been doing this a while. One's twenty one, you know. Right. 
<laughs> Mama oh needs her chocolates. You're brilliant. I mean, honestly. Right. <laughs> Tamika, thank you for this call. This was awesome. Absolutely. Thank you. Scott in Chicago. How do you hide your candy from your kids or, or at least catch them from eating it? Well, first of all, I'll say that my kids are actually higher teenagers. So before I say this, but uh, the kids know not to touch my Cadbury bunny eggs and my Milky Ways. My <laughs> Milky Ways. Good. Okay. Yeah. You and, taught them well uh, then. Good. Un- unfortunately, they don't. They didn't learn. So my wife's a nurse. I have access to devices. And so I would put very, very small doses of uh, milk of Malaysia, whatever, that, that, that laxative. Oh, my gosh. Um, so after a couple times, they, they thought they were lactose intolerant. Oh, so my gosh. No Yeah, so Scott. we found out who was the one doing it, and they don't touch the chocolate anymore. Oh, my God, Scott. Oh my God! Milk of magnesia. Scott, Scott, this is this is next level. This is this is like scientific level. Well, like the boys though, this is how they are, right? Like we're all on weight on weight gain or weight loss, and uh, they'll they'll go into my wife's uh, scale and they'll up it up two pounds every day. uh, (laughs) We found out. So like this is that type of household. Okay, so you guys are just pranking each other left and right then. Yeah, okay. yeah, but they know not to touch my Cadbury bunny eggs. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh my my God, mind is blown. Classic. And emphasis on mind. Just my mind is blown. <laughs> and your wife is on board with you with this milk of magnesia t- trick you've got, right? Yes. She was giggling, and she supplied the syringe. Yeah, right. I was going to say, the, uh, yeah, she was the one. <laughs> she helped in the – she's an accomplice oh in all God, of this. that's amazing. Well, Scott, yeah. thank you so Small much boat. for this call. This was awesome. Best story ever. Thanks, guys. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's Melissa and Austin in the morning on US 99. Melissa. Austin. Chase Matthew is coming to Joe's Live on March 23rd. He most certainly is. And you're probably like, Chase Matthew, Mm -hmm. why why does that name sound familiar? Well, probably because he released his debut album just last year, Born For This. Mm -hmm. And now he's already headlining his own tour, the Born For This tour. And he's amassed over 360 million streams globally. Nice job, Chase. This is a guy who's like, if you want to get in on the ground floor with someone. Yeah. Chase, Matthew. Cool thing about country artists is like when you discover them early, mm-hmm. you can be like, oh yeah. You can I, grow with them. I knew Chase on the Born for this tour. Right. And then you start recognizing the changes from like one album to the next album. Right. And how oh, they ch- evolve. Yeah, exactly. Like right now, Chase sounds like this. You don't want to be seen rolling in my bar because everybody here knows how you broke my Stay on your side of that town. Oh, wow. And who knows what?
what he'll sound like when he's headlining Soldier Field, this you know? This is like the male version of Alanis Morissette. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> it is. All right, so let's give away these tickets. Caller 19 right now, but they got to come with a joke. Perfect. Okay? Going to make you work for these things. Yeah. So let's go now to Kelly in Tinley Park. Hello. Well, hi, Kelly in Tinley Park. What's your joke? Why did the chicken cross the road? Why well, did the chicken why? cross the road? Okay, why? yeah, that's a kind of a weird concept. <laughs> to get to the other side. <laughs> <laughs> to get to the. Oh wow. my gosh! Whoa, really? Never, Wait a minute. never heard that Stop one. Oh Kelly. My God. <laughs> Hold on, I thought we were talking to Kelly and Tinley Park, not Jerry Seinfeld. Oh my God! <laughs> you comedic genius. <laughs> That was an unbelievable joke, Kelly. I was wondering, I was sitting here wondering, like, why would that chicken want to cross that road? <laughs> I'm driving to my son's house in Indiana, and I just been thinking nothing. <laughs> well, you should be driving to, to Zany's or the Laugh Factory. You missed your calling, Kelly. My goodness. Yeah, I guess. All right, is that joke good enough to get Kelly these tickets? It is. Well, congratulations. Kelly, grade A comedy earns you some tickets to see Chase Matthew <laughs> Joe's Live on March 23rd. Congratulations. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for playing. You've got to be joking. This just goes to show you any joke is possible. Look, if, if a joke is a joke, a joke whether a it's joke. funny yep. or not. <laughs> You know what? It's all about the effort. Hey, knock, knock. Yep. Who's there? Kelly at hey. Joe's Live on March 23rd. Yay, Kelly! <laughs> Yay. Woo, woo, woo. Kelly, congratulations. Thank you. We'll have more. You got to be joking this time tomorrow. Can you beat Kelly's joke? I I doubt it, but do you, good luck. Yeah, I think so. Tough act to follow. <laughs> That's why she's the headliner. And it's a great. Jody and Barrington. Hi, Jody. What's your great news? Well, I have two dogs that passed their therapy dog testing this weekend on Saturday. Oh, very nice. So wait, so they're going to be therapy dogs now? Yep. Well, so Marshall is a golden retriever and is renewing. So he has been a therapy dog with Full Harbor Ranch Animal Therapy Program, Ralph Barrington. So Marshall retested. They have to test every two years. And so he renewed for another two years as a therapy dog. And uh, Daisy tested for the first time, and so she's now a therapy dog. Oh, that's really nice. I have to admit, I know really nothing about this testing at all. What kind of tests do they have to go through to be approved? Yeah, so they have to go through a national therapy animal organization called Pet Partners. And um, they have to do a lot of demonstrations, you know, being good with other dogs and people and being in a crowd and rough petting. And, you know, we have 15 or 17 therapy dog teams now through Soul Harbor Ranch in Barrington. And they really have done just such a great job bringing joy and love to people in hospitals and schools and nursing homes. Oh, so it takes like a really calm dog. Absolutely. I didn't know that they had to like reapply. I always just thought that once they're therapy dogs, they're therapy dogs forever. So you're... No. Yeah, because you know, sometimes it could be the handler that needs to be (laughs) reevaluated. Okay. Uh, Also (laughs) the dog. And then they join our, we have uh, registered miniature therapy horses as well. Oh, cool. And we're training too many pigs and a rabbit. Oh, how cute is that? Oh, I want a horse. I know, and a rabbit. <laughs>
You know? <laughs> and our, our miniature horses wear sneakers. So, of course, everybody falls in love with Oh, with my their gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah, it feels good on their hoofs. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is really great news. That was super unique. I love that you shared that with us. Jody, thank right. you so much. And, uh, and yeah, did you keep loving on those uh, on yeah. those therapy dogs and rabbits and horses for us. We absolutely will. All right. Keep up the good work. All right. Thanks again. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. You know what isn't nice sometimes? Having some problems at family game night. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Not always nice. Kyle, you said over the weekend you got a things got a little. I don't know. Heated was this the right word? That's or? the right word. You okay. do a lot of family game nights. Yeah, because well, you'll come into work and talk about having game nights. Like I feel like almost every weekend. Well, not just with his family, like with his friends. Friends and, too. Yeah, like yeah, you just. Nights. I feel like you're just a board game connoisseur. I've become a board game connoisseur, and it's been uh, my friends. We do a monthly game night, and then like whenever we see my family or my wife's family, we try to do a game night. I too. like that. Can so I we just, did a Friday fun. game night with Haley's family, and then a friends game day on <laughs> Sunday. Okay. A game day. I like that. Right. And if you pick just one game that you guys probably play the most, what game is that? There's not one. It, it changes go around every the single time. Oh, yeah. it does. Okay. It, okay. That's what makes it so fun. But Haley's Friends, the, the game day that we did on Sunday, got a little uncomfortable. So we're playing this new game. It's like a, a, to put it very simply, it's like an F1 racing game with cards. Oh. Okay. And every, there's different boards, different tracks, all this different stuff. But Mm. one of the unique components to the game is Uh that in certain parts of the board, there are speed limits because it is a racing game. Oh, okay. So you can't put a card down that's like over that amount. Otherwise, you spin out. Okay. Sounds fun. Well, there's also a unique card that sometimes can be played that decreases the speed limit of that corner. Okay. And we had just started playing that rule. Well, we're playing it, and Haley's friend gets to that point. He doesn't see the card reducing the speed. So oh, he no. puts down like a five, speed limit's four, and just simply goes, all right, you know, go here. And someone goes, no, uh, Louis, they, you spun out. You got to go back. And he goes, oh, my gosh, I'm so I didn't see that card. Can I replay? Which, in my mind, I'm like, fair. Yeah. We're all kind of learning this game on the fly. Cool. <laughs> okay. But one of Haley's friends... Without me, before I could say it's cool, bud, just went. No, nah, forget that. You can't do that. No. <laughs> Once like, the card leaves your hand, that's your move. Like screamed at yeah. him no, to I'm... the point that I sheltered like a turtle. Like I'm like, oh, we're doing <laughs> this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You thought very it was a game amongst friends. Yes, it mm-hmm. became friends to foes very quickly. And I, I, I gotta ask. Does anybody else have any awkward family game night oh, I'm stories? Sure. Oh, I guarantee it. Once the competition kicks in, oh my gosh. sometimes obviously some people more competitive than others. Oh, yeah. I can see it fueling some fires oh. and getting things to be a little testy sometimes. Wiping the board clean of Monopoly, throwing pieces across the room. Can you imagine? Oh, for sure. 312-946-4995. What was your feistiest, most crazy game night? Yeah, family. Families, friends, it doesn't matter. When did it get off the rails? 312-946-4995. Katie in Oak Lawn. Did you have some craziness and competitiveness go on at family game night? Of course I did. So my sister and I were playing Monopoly with my cousin. Okay. And she landed on State Street and there were a bunch of hotels on there. Yeah. And she was so mad, she picked up the whole game and threw it in the garbage. Wait, just because of where she landed? (laughs) 
<laughs> she picked it up. She landed on it, picked it up, and threw it in the garbage. Wait a minute. Oh, like, like not, even, not, not even because like it was like a contesting the rules or anything. Just literally no, because no. that's where she landed. That's where the die rolled. That's exactly where she landed. She well, picked it up and threw it out. She right. was so mad. You have all those hotels. She probably owed a lot of money. Probably broke the bank. Yes. It was so funny. My sister and I just looked at each other like, okay, I guess the game's over. Yeah, right. <laughs> I will say that is the only way Monopoly can be played in under, like, 16 hours. <laughs> exactly. So maybe she was doing us all a favor. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. And that was actually her birthday present, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's like, yeah, maybe we should have just gotten, like, part cheesy or something. <laughs> Has she always been competitive? Uh, all of us have. So we, we just were like, okay, whatever. We yeah, so you guys, you guys understood it more than anyone. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Well, Katie, thank you so much for this call. We appreciate it. Uh, no problem. Have a good day, guys. Okay, you day. too. Jacqueline in Naperville. Did you have some sort of heavy competitiveness at family game night? We sure did. So we are no longer allowed to play Risk. Um, we had, oh I know, right? We had a family friend come over and we played, we're like three hours into the game and she was winning and kept saying, I'm losing, I'm losing, I'm gonna flip the board. And it got to one point where she was like almost gonna win. She flipped the board. No! Cause, yes, because she was like, she was so worried she wasn't gonna win. They stormed out and then like 20 minutes later, she came back with a bottle of wine and was like, I'm so sorry. Oh my oh God. My God. She was so worried she wasn't going to win. And then she flipped yeah. the board and basically no one won. So, like, Nobody won. So we don't play Risk anymore. Oh, I guess not. You know, there is something to say about like getting so emotionally invested in a game because you want to win so badly. She's, has she always been that competitive? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Gosh. I mean, the name of the game is Risk. You yeah. know what you're getting into. <laughs> Yeah, we don't play spoons with them either because we, I may or may not have broken her finger one year. Spoons? Are you serious? You broke her oh. finger? Yes. We are a very competitive rowdy group. Oh my gosh. Spoons. <laughs> spoons can get intense. Have you ever played long distance spoons where you set the spoons on the other side of the room? No, but we should. Uh, no, you shouldn't because it, it, that is even more dangerous. If you're breaking fingers just playing regular spoons, yeah, maybe you don't play the uh, long distance one because you'll be hip checking people into the coffee table. <laughs> and jumping over the table. Oh my to get gosh, the spoon. it can get so intense. <laughs> it sounds like a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> Jacqueline's like, okay, I got a plan for this weekend. Well, I appreciate <laughs> yes. that awesome visual. Yeah, Jacqueline, thank you for this call. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Have a good one. Melissa? Yes, Austin. Would you look at the time? Look at that. It's 835 ish. 835 ish, <laughs> yeah. It's time for the 5 at 835. Today we have got Adam in Oswego. Okay. And Alyssa in Bartlett. Nice. Uh, Alyssa, why don't you say hello to Adam? Hello, Adam. Hello. Do you two know your country trivia? A little bit. A little bit. Do you two like the Blackhawks? I do. Yes, I see a winning combination here. Well, I hope you do know your country trivia. We've got five country questions. The only rule to the game is that your name is your buzzer. Are you ready to play? Yes. Yes. All right. With all of that said, uh, let's play. Question number one. In 2007, the country album Lost Highway was released by what Living on a Prayer singer? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Three seconds. Oh boy! Uh, you guys, have... you guys were halfway there. 
<laughs> you guys, I think people might have been screaming in their cars. They on were that one. definitely screaming, if not singing along, because now that song is stuck in everyone's head. It was Bon Jovi. Looking for Bon Jovi. Okay, here we go. Question number two. According to Russell Dickerson's new single, She Likes It, she likes it when he pours what alcoholic liquor? Ooh. Just take a guess. Alyssa. 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 Uh, whiskey. Is it whiskey? Uh, it is not. Adam, you want to take a stab? Uh, tequila. Is it Tequila. It is okay. tequila. Nice guessing, you guys. She likes it when I pour tequila. Mm. Uh. Okay, Adam really likes tequila. <laughs> All right, Adam. I think we struck a nerve there. We sure did. No, we sure did. All right, <laughs> question number three. Who sings round here? Adam. Adam? Adam with a question mark? Uh, Blake Shelton. Is it Blake Shelton? Uh, it, it is not. At Al- least you're guessing. Alyssa, would right, you like yeah, to take a stab? Uh, Dustin Lynch. Is it Dustin Lynch? Uh, it is not. We're looking for Florida Georgia line. Oh, boy. All right, Adam still leads one nothing. heading into question number four. Right. Alyssa, you'll need this one to try to tie it up, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. Reba McIntyre was offered the role of the unsinkable Molly Brown in what 1997 blockbuster movie? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness, you guys. Oh, man. Terrible. Oh, I'm too young for this. Yeah, uh, that doesn't make me You've feel old. You've probably seen it anyway. Three seconds. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was Titanic. Titanic. Oh. Uh. All right. With the score being one nothing, heading into question five. This is it, Alyssa. Alyssa, you need this to tie it. Which okay. country star wants to introduce you to his kinfolks? Alyssa. Uh, Alyssa. Alyssa. <laughs> Uh, Sam Hunt. Is it Sam Hunt? Of course Woo! it is. Jeez, you did it. You tied it up. We are going into overtime. Question number six. What is Dolly's last name? Adam. <laughs> oh, yeah, Kyle. Adam. Adam, just barely. Adam, what do you got? Pardon. Is it pardon? <laughs> it is. There we go. Okay, so Adam, congratulations. You got yourself a pair of tickets to Country Night with the Blackhawks on March 30th. We'll be there, so we can't wait to see you, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Thanks for playing the 5 at 835. Playing again tomorrow with Melissa and Austin. On US 99. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.